History is Alive, Chapter 2, Part 7, Julia and Roberta. Julia was sitting at her desk, watching the clock tick by and occasionally tapping at her keyboard or moving pieces of paper around her desk, just in case anyone was watching. She didn't actually have any work to do, but she couldn't leave the office until at least six o'clock. No self-respecting bank manager left the office before then. Julia had to convey the impression of being busy, even if she was not. This was her route to promotion. Someone would surely mention her commitment to the regional manager at some point. They hadn't so far, but still. Actually, she did have something to do before she left. An inspection of the kitchen. She was sure to make it a very thorough inspection as she was determined to sack that idiot of a cleaner. Not a day went by without her passing out in some corner of the office or other. Many a time she'd been found slumped over a toilet basin, the white porcelain having caused her some unexplainable panic. Snow blindness, she claimed. If it wasn't that, she would be laid semi-conscious by the rotating doors, having been discompobulated by a glimpse of the horizon. Julia initially thought that this little rat of a woman might be an alcoholic, but she swore she had never touched a drop and Julia had never been able to prove otherwise. However, it couldn't go on. No self-respecting bank manager could have a semi-unconscious cleaner slumped in their branch window every third day. Julia had given the cleaner one hour to clean the kitchen to a satisfactory standard. After exactly one hour, Julia marched into the small kitchen, determined to find fault. But she needn't have bothered with the attitude of nitpicking, because when she went into the kitchen, she could see from a glance that it was not clean. Numerous cups were still in the sink. A rubbish bag was half empty. Tea bags were all across the work surface. Roberta, the supposed cleaner, had her head in the oven. Julia could only see her thin little bottom and her bony little ankles. Her oversized grey-haired head was out of sight. Roberta, what are you doing? Resting, came the whiny, weasley reply. What? The ceiling started to merge with the floor, so I put my head in here to calm down. Julia was sorely tempted to turn on the gas. The bloody ceiling of the kitchenette was entirely unmerged as far as she could see. The biscuit was well and truly taken. Julia grabbed Roberta by the waistband of her treat polyester trousers and dragged her to the staff entrance at the side of the bank. Julia's slim frame was sufficiently strong to be able to manhandle a little rag doll of a cleaner. Roberta didn't even protest, she just slid along on her hands and knees, until she realised that Julia meant to throw her out into the street. No, please, not out there. Anywhere but out there. Please, just give me a minute and I'll get my things. Please. Out! But I, I don't like outside. It's dangerous. Less dangerous than staying in here with me, said Julia. Please. Julia didn't even hear the plea for clemency. She pushed the little scrap of a woman outside. And then a moment or two afterwards, she threw Roberta's meagre belongings after her with a good riddance. Roberta, meanwhile, had passed out again. <laughs>